Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 122, How Will AVs Impact Traffic Fines and Fees? Uh, I've often thought about this one quite some time ago because one of the first things I certainly learned about autonomous vehicles, true autonomous ones that are driverless, um, one of the things that people don't necessarily realize is that their program, they can't break the law. Okay, so there's going to be no speeding, uh, no running of red lights, at least hopefully anyway, and, you know, let alone the idea of crashing into the other people as far as two autonomous cars, you know, come to the same area. Uh, hopefully they'll figure out how to uh, manage that. But uh, most importantly, really, in this case, is the fact that uh, there'll be some figures in this article I'm going to read that, that talk about the total uh, revenue that's generated from policemen, uh, police people, writing tickets, okay? Because in theory, that's all going to go away. So it's going to be real interesting. So that's what this article about is about. Again, how will AVs impact traffic fines and fees? This is from uh, Adapt Automotive, which is a uh, email that I get of technical information. And this article is by uh, Megan Ghosh. So I'll be reading directly from her article. So I want to give her credit for it, certainly. And um, this will be kind of a quickie, but I thought it was really kind of interesting information. So... Again, how will AVs impact traffic fines and fees? Uh, this is dated May 12th of 2021, just to give you a timeline. So uh, we'll go from there. As autonomous vehicles become more mainstream, consumers are more likely to contemplate the safety and logistics of riding in an autonomous vehicle than they are to worry about the technology's impact on state budgets. But new research from the Mineta Transportation Institute finds that widespread use of AVs will serve a major blow to DMVs and state budgets, where traffic violations currently generate r- roughly <clears throat> $7.5 billion in annual revenue for states and municipalities. So, what will happen to traffic fines and fees in an autonomous future, and how can the local agencies and government prepare for that lost revenue? ADAPT spoke with Salika Josiah Talbot, J.D., MTI Research Associate and Professor Lecturer at American University, for a quick Q&A to learn more. Question, how significant could a loss of traffic fines and fees from widespread AVs be? Right now, we have an infrastructure that relies pretty heavily on the collection of traffic fines and fees. There are 230 million drivers in the U.S. and roughly 112,000 tickets are issued daily with the average ticket costing $150 while just 5% of those tickets are contested. Between the salaries for the law enforcement who give the tickets, the resources for processing and dealing with those tickets in courts, and the state budgets that rely on funds from those tickets to support things like our highways and bridges, we have an entire economic system that's built on collecting fees, collecting these fees that's going to be hit hard as AV use picks up. The problem is governments are counting on that money. COVID gave us a kind of preview of the impact AVs could have with the drop in miles driven last year. 
2019, Washington, D.C. budgeted to bring in $324 million in traffic fines and fees. But at the beginning of COVID, in a time frame where they might have given out 6,000 tickets, they were only giving out 600. That's an exponential loss of revenue. Some states are on the verge of going bankrupt in part because of the large amount of money that was budgeted for but not ultimately collected from those fines and fees. AVs don't run red lights. They don't drive distracted. They don't speed. They don't make wild lane shifts. They operate strictly and only within the law because that's what they're being designed to do. So as AVs become more mainstream and this shift is coming, the message here is let's not wait until AVs are everywhere to figure out how to address this. Government agencies need to get ahead of this because they're on track to lose astronomical sums of money. Next question, what are the other impacts AVs could have on ticketing? Right now, traffic tickets and fees are impacting drivers disproportionately. If you can't afford to pay a ticket, you're going to incur additional fees, which can grow exponentially and can mean your license is rescinded or suspended, which can set off a chain reaction of additional crushing financial issues. So, as AVs become more mainstream, those who can't afford to buy an AV will also become larger targets for collecting those fines and fees our governmental budgets are relying on. The burden and pressure to pay these tickets will be even more concentrated than it is right now on those who can afford that pressure the least. Next question, how far are we from widespread AV use? Can change be made before AVs become mainstream? We know the government doesn't turn on a dime. And making the major legislative and systemic changes this issue calls for is going to be a slow go, so we are behind the curve. Right now, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration, also known as NHTSA for those in the uh, acronym deal, only allow AV manufacturers to make up to 2,500 vehicles. So AV manufacturers aren't going to build 100,000 vehicles if they can only sell 2,500. But with some of the legislation that's been proposed, a manufacturer could potentially wrap up to, ramp up to production of 80,000 vehicles within three years. And once you say that Ford and General Motors and Hyundai are, and so forth can, reach, begin, can each begin producing 80,000 AVs, then we'll reach widespread use. It's a chicken and egg scenario because we don't have the legislation, so the AVs aren't getting made, but legislators want to see what manufacturers are building in order to create the legislation. I predict we'll have legislation by the end of the year that will allow AV makers to move forward, which will ramp up the urgency for change around those tickets and fines. And the final question put to this person was, what are some possible solutions that could offset the revenue lost by ticketing and fees? A larger solution will mean looking at other ways to make this money that states are currently relying on from tickets. Widespread use of AVs could reduce congestion and involve greater use of shared vehicles. So maybe we need fewer parking lots and those lots become more housing or public spaces which bring in revenue in other ways. There's also conversation happening around the world about monetizing the curb. These days we have ride-hailing services, robot delivery services, and scooters, and bicycles and mopeds, and regular deliveries that all make use of the curb. So a possible pivot might look like scheduling movement and charging for non-pedestrian use of the curb. Okay. 
The solutions might look different in each community, but the goal needs to take the pressure of law enforcement and fines and fees because the path ahead shows that's not a sustainable model. So I was just, especially when I got to that end part about, oh, let's let's start taxing the curb or charging a fee to use it. It's like, wow, okay. But, you know, you can't deny the, the fact that uh, obviously – um, you know, our our state and local and, and federal government agencies, I mean, that's that's a huge amount of money that they bring in because people are running around breaking the law in their cars. So obviously, as the article says, as AV use becomes more and more and more, uh, that revenue stream is going to go bye-bye. So uh, it's going to be interesting because the roads, you know, we're still on the road, so someone's got to, you know, we all have to pay for the use of the roads. So anyway... I thought it was interesting. I, I hope you found it uh, uh, insightful and maybe increased your knowledge about kind of what's kind of what some of the things that have to be thought of that are going on out there. So I appreciate your time. Uh, like I say, I hope you found it interesting. Um, again, uh, it would be great if you could subscribe to the podcast and help out uh, financially to help support it. And again, it, it opens up uh, quite a few uh, podcasts that are only available by subscription to where you can definitely learn some things to help save yourself some money on your car repair and and so on and so forth so appreciate your listening appreciate your time i hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow thank you again thank you for listening to this episode it's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you i hope you found this of value please share it with family and friends above all else with all you're getting get understanding may god bless you and keep you And thank you again.